welcome to Heaping Spoonful, a twice-monthly conversation with restaurateurs, chefs, growers, and others who have helped generate the legends associated with eateries across the Mid-South. The team at Benny Keith is proud to sponsor this adventure with the goal of preserving the stories that have helped cultivate an amazing food scene across the Mid-South. So kick back and enjoy a heaping spoonful. Hello to everyone today. I'm Kelly Bass, your host here on Heaping Spoonful, and I hope you're ready to hear from a man whose family runs one of Arkansas's most beloved and esteemed restaurants, Feltner's Whataburger in Russellville. I've eaten many of those custom-made classic dairy bar burgers in over the three-plus decades I wrote about restaurants for a couple of Little Rock newspapers, and then for a couple more local magazines, I got the chance to write about it and not just eat there. But I will tell you, I appreciate Benny Keith Foods giving me the chance to talk to many of the great chefs and restaurateurs across the Mid-South on Heaping Spoonful. So y'all settle in for a good time today. Here to tell us what's helped Feltner's Whataburger thrive for all these years, all these decades, is Randy Ellis, who with his wife, Missy, runs the place. So welcome, Randy. Yeah, great to be with you today. I appreciate it. First things first, Randy, while we focus on chefs and restaurateurs across the Mid-South, there are heaping spoonful listeners all over the country, and we hope all over the world and, and beyond, if that's possible. So when they hear that we are featuring a man whose family operates Whataburger, they might naturally think we're talking about the Texas-based hamburger chain that actually nowadays has five restaurants in Arkansas. Four of them are not terribly, terribly far from where you are in Russellville. Now, we'll say the Whataburger chain based in Texas was founded in 1950 in Corpus Christi, and now has 845 locations in 10 states, including, and this is hard to believe, but it shows how big Texas is, 692 in Texas alone. So your late father-in-law, Bob Feltner, opened the restaurant that you and Missy and your family run in late 1967. Do you think when Bob came up with the concept and the name for Whataburger that he even knew about the Whataburger chain in Texas or not? I believe he knew about it, but he did change the spelling a little bit, so it has been a problem ever since day one, but uh, the basis... Y'all have, an, y'all have an extra T and a hyphen that they don't have. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, so I obviously, so here we go, you know, 1967 was a very long time ago, and of course they started in 50, and... All of us who grew up in Arkansas are not confused because I certainly never knew anything about that when I was already coming and eating your burgers. But do you have many people who um, show up at your restaurant thinking that it's part of that chain? Oh, there's people that, especially out of Texas, that has questions and makes comments, and but uh, we explain to them and get everything straightened out and. Yeah. Well, the good news is uh, I've heard, I've never had a, a Whataburger from the, the Texas chain. I heard they're pretty good, but yours are exceptional. So I'm sure no one who stops in thinking they're going to get that Whataburger is upset with what they get at your place. And I'm sure, I mean, again, you've been involved in the business a long time. We'll talk about it, but I know you've talked about it. Did At some point, did the the Whataburger Texas folks and the, the Feltner family and, and you guys come up with an agreement about we're going to be fine with this? Or how? what was that? I mean, how did that ever happen, or did it ever happen? Yeah, probably right after Mr. Feltner passed away, a few years after, why we had to sit down with a lawyer and get with their lawyer and uh, work that agreement uh, that 
we would uh, stay in Polk County, Russellville, with uh, with the uh, Whataburger. So that was that's good. That enabled us to uh, keep our business here in Russellville and uh, not impose on them anymore. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad. You know, sometimes you hear about big corporations that don't want to play nice, and it sounds like they they played nice um, for sure, and that's good. And again, I wanted to start with that Whataburger slash Whataburger story, but actually that that's just a sideline. It really is not relevant to what your restaurant is and has always been. And I can tell you, I am sure I am one of thousands of people who can report that it was a rite of passage for my father. And I was the only, I've got two sisters and none of them cared about going to Razorback games, but I sure did. And we would make sure we had time to pull off at Russellville and go less than one mile, and you, anybody who knows, it's the Highway 7 exit off Russellville, and uh, at Russellville off I-40, and we'd come down and get lunch uh, for a little short detour, and we'd eat them usually in the car on the way up down I-40 or up I-40 before we headed off to Fayetteville. So I'm sure you have a lot of folks from all over Arkansas who first remember you that way. And then there's the fact you're right across the road from Arkansas Tech University, and you're green and gold, and they're green and gold, and uh, I know there's a great love affair between that university and your restaurant. So tell us about that. Just Have you heard from many Razorback fans who, who stop in and, and then talk about the tech students and tech faculty? Oh, yeah, the Razorback games at Fedville has always been a plus for us because you got a capacity of 80,000 plus up there, and so there's a lot of people coming out of Little Rock Way that coming up I-40 and they want to stop and get a hamburger or if it's an early game, well, they stop at, uh, coming back. and So that's a big plus for us. And been having a college right across the street with all the activities uh, uh, has always been a plus. So it's 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 good to have a uh, restaurant in a uh, uh, college town and uh, – and, uh, get some of the benefits from it sure well again i'm I'm no there's no telling how many gazillion tech alums there are all over arkansas with their own whataburger stories and then there's your connection to the local community i you know and i again the internet makes research for these heaping spoonful episodes pretty easy to do and lots of information out there but everywhere i look is people talking about your family and your restaurant being nice to them you know, sponsoring sports teams. You know, obviously a lot of teenagers in that town got their first jobs working at your restaurant. And then providing food for emergency workers and people down on their luck. Are those principles that are just, I mean, that sound like they've always been with the restaurant and they kind of started with your father-in-law. Oh, yes, sir. He was very generous with helping out whenever he could. And, uh, you know, he was raised sort of back there when, Times wasn't all that good, and so he's always wanted to do good for the community. And you know, it's a give-give situation. Uh, we depend on the uh, customers here in Russellville, and so we like to give back and help when we can. Yeah, well, that that's great. And I, again, I, I saw an article that had some. I guess they'd been posted on Facebook, and there were some nice comments from people. And one guy said. I'm, I was a you know a firefighter and we were out fighting a big terrible fire and I was exhausted and thirsty and hot and hungry and all of a sudden up drives folks full of Peltner's Whataburgers and <laughs> Cokes and French fries and stuff so that that's great and I, there's a real satisfaction in that you know and I again one of the things that 
anybody who's been to your restaurant knows and those who don't need to check it out when they're there is, you know, we often hear the term, if these walls could talk and uh, your walls actually sort of do talk, you know, almost with all sorts of memorabilia and even signs that reflect the corporate culture. Like, I love this one. It's nice to be important, but even more important to be nice. Uh, and then there's fishing lures and other cool stuff. How did, did that just grow over the years? And do you all still add to that? Oh, yes, sir. We, we try to change it out every so year, many years. And uh, Mr. Feltner got into collecting the uh, fishing lures. And so after his passage, why, we... Uh, Decided to put a bunch of those up and uh, to uh, let the uh, public, uh, you know, have a little history on the fishing lures, and it really worked out great. We had a lot of comments, and and uh, yeah, it's well, it just it again makes it feel like something other than I mean, what it is. It's a locally owned independent restaurant, and it really has that feel and a lot of personality to it. But uh, and again, I've never had to wait you know very long for my food but when i have been there i've spent time reading the walls so listen we're going to take a short break here on heaping spoonful and we're going to be back in just a bit with randy ellis of feltner's whataburger in russellville i hope you're enjoying this episode of heaping spoonful we at benny keith foods enjoy talking about the food scene almost as much as we enjoy providing the top quality ingredients that help restaurateurs and chefs across the mid-south create their magic now let's dive even deeper into the culinary world with your host kelly bass all right everybody welcome back to heaping spoonful our guest today is randy ellis owner and operator with his family of feltner's whataburger in russellville arkansas so let's see i can flip my page here uh missy who has been your wife i guess and looks like if i can do my math right and 2022, you guys are going to celebrate 50 years. Um, and she worked at her parents' restaurants, it says, since she was 10 years old. But I realized, again, in doing research, that that started, I guess, in Florida. And, and your father-in-law was a manager there and, and then came to Russellville and started a restaurant that was not Whataburger. So can you tell us a little bit about the history of the family and restaurants? Yes, sir. He did have a fast food restaurant in Florida, and and it didn't work out that being in Florida, so he wanted to get back to his hometown. So he came back and started the Wonder Burger. Wonder Burger, okay. Over in uh, south of Arkansas Tech, that Highway 7 was over there then, back in those days. And uh, then in 67, why well, he looked at that lot uh, to where we are now, and the road just turned around and went up 124 there, and Decided this one of these days that maybe seven would move over that way, and so it worked out real good. And I believe it was seventy yeah. ones when the highway seven was moved over, so it brought it over there and uh, made it a lot of uh, more convenient for people passing through, and and it's sure. worked out good ever since. All of a sudden, you had a lot more cars driving by your place, yes, and a lot sir. of them stopping there. That's that's cool. So not long after you and Missy got married, you started working there too, I think in 1973. Is that, is that correct? Yes, sir. March of 73, full time. Yeah. Hey, what, were you doing anything before that or was that pretty much just get out of school, get married and go do that? Uh, no, I had worked at the 
Dow Chemical there south of uh, Russellville, and uh, it was rotating shifts, so it made it pretty inconvenient to uh, uh, carry on a family life, so sure the business was picking up pretty good, and Mr. Feltner asked if uh, I'd like to come on board and, and uh, help operate the Whataburger. Well, I saw uh, an article where uh, your wife said that you're the only person that she ever dated that, that her dad actually liked, so no wonder he offered you a job. <laughs> well, he might have just been bragging a little bit. <laughs> and then your kids, Carrie and Jamie, if I'm correct, I guess all in the family, they started working there when they were um, just teenagers as well, correct? Oh, yes. Uh, we started them out young and uh, let them get a little bit of experience in the fast food business. And luckily, uh, they went on and... And uh, one completed college and is a nurse practitioner now, and the other is working in a uh, uh, business here in Russellville. And so, uh, good. They both got the you experience. Taught them to work at, yeah, they got the work ethic. And then I saw that, um, and again, this has been a few years back that Rance, who I, I guess is, is Jamie's oldest child, started working at the restaurant in 2013. Is, is he still involved, or did he go on and do other things? And are there any other family besides your wife and you who are working there now? Uh, no. Uh, Ranch was the first grandchild. Of course, he was the oldest, and he worked there for a while, then uh, uh, graduated high school and started Arkansas Tech, and he's fixing to graduate this month. And Good for him. He got married last year, and so he's uh, gone to another uh, job uh, opportunity, and uh, – then uh, we've had a granddaughter and two more grandsons that have uh, worked there. And uh, wow! Right now, there's none more. So uh, we're we've got uh, two more that could uh, possibly uh, fill in one of these days. So it's uh, yeah. Well, you got a good good stable of prospects there. So your kids have been active, getting, providing you got some grandkids. So that's really really cool. You know, one thing uh, that, I, again, I, I read a lot of different articles and things that people talked about Whataburger, and of course, I have my own experiences there, but one was the ordering system, which uh, was credited early on. You know, people have said that's one reason you all were able to move a volume of people through your restaurant, because it's not typically fast food like you think of McDonald's or somewhere. In other words, you, you guys are making burgers when and other food when it's ordered. You're not making a big row and sliding them into a heat tray and, uh, you know, hoping somebody orders them. So... It all starts with a white paper bag, right? Can you can you kind of explain just the process of how that works? Yes, sir. When you come through the door, uh, you're greeted with a uh, young person that's in charge of taking your order and uh, get it on the sack, and they pass it back, and then the person working the uh, bun side puts that on, and if they have uh, other french fries or onion rings or anything, why? Well, they're called out to the fry guy, and it's put up on a rack there in front of the board, and, and uh, we start to order. Nothing's uh, pre-made, so it's uh, everything's fresh, and and uh, the burgers come off, and they're sacked up, and by then the lady at the cash register person has uh, their drink order, and they're paid, and so they either hand them their order or their order's taken out to them, and they're ready for the next person. Wow, that's a that's a good assembly line. It's worked well for you guys for decades, for sure. 
Now, anybody who takes a look at your website, which is actually a really good website, and um, looks at your menu, sees that you've got a big menu, and you got burgers in many sizes. So you got your singles, your doubles, and your triples, uh, with or without cheese. But you got a regular, and then a what a burger. Does that just mean that the whole thing's bigger around or more diameter? Is a Whataburger just a bigger burger in, in diameter than a regular burger? Our Whataburger is a five-inch bun with a quarter pound of meat. And our regular burger is a four-inch bun with a little bit over two-ounce uh, pound of meat. So uh, you consider the small one for a, a child or or somebody that's just not really wanting the, the bigger and of course, we, we can go all the way up to a quad. Uh, anything Ooh. over that, why well, we have troubles getting it wrapped up. So we, we try to stop it there. Yeah, I will tell you, in my younger days, I might have attempted a triple uh, Whataburger, but I think I'd be going with a single now. I've learned my limits a little bit, or I've learned what it feels like to continue to drive up I-40 after eating a, a burger <laughs> that size. No, they're so good, though. And, you know, I mean, I was talking to our friend Rusty Mathis today about what makes a good burger, and, man... There's just, I don't know, there's something magical about the, the way you guys do them, and you've been doing them forever and again. Just the ingredients you put on them, the, the speed with which they come off, and the quality of the meat, it's fabulous. So you also, though, you have chicken, you know, grilled or fried. You've got, you got fried bologna. you got hot dogs, chili dogs, grilled cheese, corn dog, Frito chili pie. But I, my gut would tell me that a majority of people – order a burger. I mean, am I right about that? Do you know what kind of what percentage of people are generally burger eaters versus trying one of your other items? Oh, yeah, there's, you know, people have different choices, but uh, I'd say probably 80% of the people that come through the door is uh, wanting a water burger. So, uh, uh, but, you know, uh, sometimes uh, people want something different. And Sure. So, Particularly if they live there and they come pretty often. Yep. But um, I guess the the fact of the matter is that the name of the restaurant is not Corn Dog. The <laughs> name of the restaurant's Whataburger, so that's great. And then there's your famous French fries. And I must say, as I told you, I'm one of thousands who pulled off there and had their first Whataburger on the way to Fayetteville. I'm also one of those guys who's a hearty eater, and so I ordered a large fries, and then I realized, wow, I probably could have <laughs> split this with about the whole restaurant. So... They're famous almost as much, again, for how many of them there are as, as being super tasty. So I guess newbies uh, have to learn that if you're, fly, if you're flying solo, you don't want to order a large fries. Has, has that always been a thing? Have y'all always had a bounteous number of French fries served in, at your restaurant? Yeah, so that large fry got started way back then, and uh, we've always kept it uh, – we have surprised uh, many families that come in that's never dined with us before. Uh, we try to let them know, you know, that that large fry, but there has been times that it uh, got passed up and uh, they've uh, ordered fries for everybody, and uh, they, <laughs> they realize after that, you know, hey, maybe we should have split one of these fries or something like that, but, you know, that has been a, Trademark of Whataburger is our large French fry. Yeah, and there's there's one operator down here now that uh, kind of does the same thing, and you know, just bounties amounts of fries. Which, but it's a it's a nice calling card, and who doesn't love a good French fry too? So that that's true. And then you know, there's milkshakes, and oh man, I've had milkshakes there too. 
um, and I saw you've got lots and lots of flavors. Is there anything different or particularly special about them, or is it just a great dairy bar style milkshake? And I say dairy bar, that's really not doing you credit because it's not a little dairy bar. It's a big, nice restaurant, but you kind of, some of the food, uh, I think of your burgers kind of like I think of a really good, so what about, sorry, I digress. So what about your milkshakes? Tell me about those. Well, we use a uh, milkshake that's a good line of uh, product, and uh, we don't pump air in our uh, milkshakes. I mean, they're just straight frozen shakes coming out, so uh, uh, they are a little bit different from our competition, and that's one thing right. Mr. Feltner's always the uh, best toppings and ingredients and everything, uh, milkshakes and burgers along, uh, is to use the best that we can get. And, and, uh, that pays off for us cause people get addicted to them and they got to come back and have another one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then your dessert option is fried pies. Is that, I know there are a lot of great fried, fried pie, uh, makers around Arkansas. Do you use one of those? I wouldn't think you made your own, but do y'all use a particular kind of fried pie? Yes, sir. It's a, it's a homemade type, sort of like my grandma used to make in the old cast iron skillet when we lived beside her. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it uh, goes back to those days, and uh, they are uh, uh, real nice uh, uh, compliment to uh, for dessert, and uh, they are, there again, uh, one of the best that we can find, so it uh, cool. works out well for us. Might have to get one of those and even get you to put a little of that ice cream you use in your milk. Oh, yeah. There's I, nothing like an apple or a peach pie put down the cup and Ooh. some of that uh, vanilla shake mix go all the way around it. Well, it uh, makes a good dessert. I think I'm starting to drool right about <laughs> now. Um, well, we've talked today about a lot of different factors that likely can be attributed to the you know the long-term success of your restaurant and the number of loyal fans you have, but it you know, you you guys now are, again. We're we're recording this in early December of 2020. So I, my math is right. You all have been a, open for 53 years, and uh, you've been there for most all of them. So, what would you say if you someone said, "What do you think your secrets to your success have been? What what would what factors would you list?" Well, we uh, try to t- treat everybody like we do want to be treated, and. Uh, so uh, that's always been a big plus for us, and to have uh, you know consistency and quality and quantity uh, has uh, paid off over the years. And you know you got to have that repeat business. And uh, we've had a bunch of good loyal uh, customers that you know keeps coming back uh, if they're passing through town or if they live in town. Why they uh, they uh, support us and. So that's uh, how it's worked over all these years is having that repeat business. Right. One one thing I had thought about asking, and I'm going to ask you now, is, if, again, being just less than a mile off I-40 and I-40 being a major thoroughfare east-west across the great United States, have, have you all had any famous people come into Whataburger over the years? Uh, we've had uh, several of our college coaches come back and, you know, that – Mm-hmm. Was here at Arkansas or Tech, and uh, and of course all the uh, Tech alumni. Uh, it's always good to see those after years and years they've been out of college. And sure, we've had uh, Bill Clinton and uh, oh, yeah, and uh, 
so and some of the governors and and the uh, lieutenant governor uh, Winnie Paul Rockefeller uh, yeah liked to visit us and Paul Eels was a big fan before he'd oh, go up and call one of the Razorback games why yeah he would have to stop and have a hamburger so yeah it's been uh, that's great a lot of a lot of people that in higher places that's uh, come and seen us and enjoyed our hamburger well, when you're yeah, when you're when you're get to be famous, people will blow in. I'm glad you got Clinton before he turned into a vegan. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd want to just eat French fries, but no, that's that, that's that's really cool. Well, you know, Randy, I hope one of these days I I won't have to talk about this anymore on heaping spoonful, but we're not there yet. Um, so how I just want to I'm gonna knock these out real quick, and then you can tell me. You know, I, I was look just wondering how COVID 19s affected your business. You know, when you had to close, which I, I'm sure was in March. And I'm wondering, did you do, you know, takeout and curbside takeout during that time? When were you able to reopen and how's business been since you were able to reopen? Well, we've been real fortunate. We never did have to shut the business down, but we've uh, had to incorporate new rules and guidelines. And we did have to shut down our dining area. So uh, Mm -hmm. that's been a big factor, not being able to uh, uh, have access to the dining room so yes uh curbside and call-ins and coming up to the window in order has uh kept us going but uh uh we're looking so you're still you're still not your dining room is still not open still not open been closed just up. just too too hard to keep people socially distanced i guess in there yes sir and, tight quarters i guess and uh being a family business we're concerned about our help well, no, no. Yeah. Well, none of our help to get a uh, sick. So, uh, sure, it's been our best interest just to keep it closed and try to ride this thing out and hope for sunnier days down the line here. Well, we'll definitely get them. It's just a matter of when, not if. And uh, you already, again, I know had a good takeout business. I've actually been part of that business too, and just walked up and gotten it through the window. So that that's good. Well, listen. Randy, I really appreciate you taking time to tell us all about Feltner's Whataburger in Russellville, Arkansas, for those of those you who are not Arkansans. Continue good luck to Missy and you and the rest of the Whataburger family. Uh, thanks to all of you listening to Heaping Spoonful today. We post new episodes on the first and third Tuesday of each month. So continue to check us out. Thank you all very much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Heaping Spoonful. On behalf of all of us at Benny Keith Foods, Mid-South Division. Please know how much we love connecting you with the legends of the culinary scene and their unique stories. I look forward to the next time we can offer you another Heaping Spoonful.